On this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast, we talk about the Nindies Direct and the new Super Nintendo World Direct showing off the Japan theme park at Universal Studios Japan. And we talk about Cyberpunk's 2077 CD Projekt Red's trouble with the game this week, everything that's going on, return copies, broken games, all that and more on this week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Control Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Libra, with... Jolly Beto Esparza. And... Joe Ramirez. <laughs> oh, shit, it should have been Jolly Joe Ramirez, huh? Yeah. I'm sorry, I stole that from you. That's messed up. Welcome, everyone, to another week of Third Party Control Podcast. As you can already tell, it is Christmas. Yay! Or, depending on what you celebrate, any other holiday. Kwanzaa, Hanukkah. What else is there? There's a lot of stuff. I yeah, forget. but we're celebrating. We're celebrating Christmas. So. Joe's oh, like, oh, it's, oh. it's Christmas, so we got oh, the hoes, oh, oh. hoes, we're goddamn hoes. Catholics. Ho, <laughs> hoes, hoes, Ho to the third power. Oh, and and warning before we even start, there's gonna be a lot. I'm gonna try to put Christmas video game music, but I recently purchased. Uh, I bought myself a Christmas gift since it's Christmas this week. I pre-ordered the Undertale vinyl soundtrack, which was like deluxe and awesome, and it came with the free uh, soundtrack as digital, so you'll be hearing a lot of Undertale music in this episode of the podcast. So if you like Undertale, you're going to love this. If you don't like Undertale, what the fuck is wrong with you, Joe? I bought that for you a year ago, and you haven't even played it yet. I'm mad at you. I played a little bit of it. Did you? What did you think? That was cool. I liked it. All right. I I bought it for you like two years ago. Yeah. (laughs) Well, did ho, I? Ho, did ho, I haven't ho. touched my switch. Oh, we're we've been too it? busy uh, playing America's RPG, which is exactly mad. all right. Well, let's get into it. Beto, hey, suffer, hey. I, yeah, we're almost at, we're at the postseason starting uh, today, the day before Christmas. Is that what it was? Is that when this airing is coming up? I mean, Christmas is on Friday. This comes out on Wednesday. So This week, Christmas week, <laughs> we're uh, in the postseason of our, was it the third season of uh, Madden? Yeah, third season. Yeah, and it's... um. Uh yeah, it's been fun. I like I I love seeing like the progression of my players. Like so, like right now, like I see I'm I'm seeing how fucking really like how good some of my players are. It's fun seeing that. Like uh, I for the season I got second place in most sacks defensively, and in uh, for interceptions my team led the the league. So it's pretty fun to see like all my players like do really well. Um, my, my, my linebackers are okay. They're not great, but they're, they're still good. But just like my, my, uh, defensive line and my defensive backs overshadow my, my linebackers. So it's fun seeing, seeing that progression. Um, 
I uh, I play some dude that plays as the Ravens. He beat me the early, the first game of the season, so I I need to get my revenge because I beat him last season in the postseason to advance to. No, I didn't beat him actually. I've beat him once in the regular season, I think. But yeah, we're one and one. So so this is a uh, this is the rubber match. We're gonna we're gonna play, but I hope you somehow good. both lose and get eliminated. Huh? I hope somehow you both lose and get eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> so you so you don't lose to me again? Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, basically. <laughs> but um, but yeah, just, just uh, ending the season. Like I said, it's it's fun seeing seeing how how badass my players have been getting. Uh, I tied Joe's um player in uh in touchdown passes i i was trying to get that last touchdown to be his record but i couldn't because we have a a, a 28 point limit mm. so my last game of the season i i ended up starting like i i was winning by 28 points so i couldn't score i also didn't want to score because i also wanted to like mess around with my defense and like get more sacks and interceptions stuff yeah I, I like i like playing the defense of a uh, for the record, I would have broken my own record if I had chose to play that way this year, but I didn't. So you know. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 not. Also, it's not hard to beat a record like that. But yeah, it's just it's, it's pretty hard actually. Uh, but they're just saying that you know, if it wasn't that hard, he would have done it. Huh? <laughs> if, if it wasn't that hard, he would have done it. So you know. Well, guess what, Joe? I'm gonna fucking beat it next season. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just we'll fucking get... I, I beat the stupid. Uh, the touchdown record again now in 20 in in this game i did it in the, another one and i did it in this one now and guess what am i gonna get mvp no fuck of course not because this game doesn't want me to ever get mvp me too i did really well this season with like a lot of my players especially the passing like my two of my receivers got like over 1500 yards or more i can't even remember how much but yeah they got a shit ton of uh, yards a shit ton of a shit ton of uh touchdown so did my tight end my tight end got over a thousand yards but yeah that's i mean that's pretty much for the week that i played well i also started i picked up a persona i'm getting more into it <gasps> and i time be, i beat another uh, uh palace oh shit <clears throat> oh so i'm on the fourth palace oh no yeah i still got a lot i got a shit ton left and you can do um, it though it's possible. It's, uh, I like it, but it's it's dude, just some of the in between stuff, like from trying to get, like you you beat a boss and it takes forever to get into the next dungeon. Mm-hmm. So and then there's like a lot of re, 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 uh, repetitive uh, conversations where it's just like they mention the same shit. So I'm just like, come on, read the fuck up. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to beat this shit. But it's now. Are you getting that way because there's a feeling of rushing or no? It's no? just like it. I'm playing it as like, okay, you're gonna talk about this again. Okay, you mentioned that. You mentioned that last time. Okay, I'm trying to fucking keep going this and or or trying to get this going. And then just like, oh, are we gonna do this today? And when like, I when I read that it was like roughly a uh, ninety to like a hundred hour game. You know, I think my playthrough was 130. Yeah, when I read that, my main concern, one of the biggest concerns that I had was that feeling that that you have right there, like. And again, I, I didn't play anywhere near. Uh, I didn't really play that much at all. But my that was always my fear. I was like, I'm gonna get like, I'm gonna get like 20 fucking hours into this game, and it's and it's gonna be good. But I'm gonna feel that way, and I'm just gonna get burned out. And I was that's why I was just like, I don't even want to. I don't even want to attempt it. Yeah, 
That's, I mean, like, I finally, I got to a dungeon finally. It takes like two hours in between. I mean, it's not a lot, but I think it took like three hours maybe from beating a boss to getting into the next dungeon. So that took a while, but once I get to the, to the next palace, that's when it's just like, all right, this is, this is what I like. I want to, I want to keep doing this. Yeah. But so I like, yeah, just, just the transitioning from, from palace to palace, it just feels like it takes forever. Like a lot of, a lot of, uh, useless conversations, um, that, I mean, you could just easily cut out, but it's still, it's still a fun game. I, I enjoy it a lot, especially like the, the grinding and stuff, but as in, so far has been my only, my only complaint about it. Like I like the school stuff and like the hanging out with like friends and stuff. But sometimes you can't even hang out with the friends. It's just like more like keeping that conversation going of what they're gonna do next, who they're gonna like go after next. So that's what that's what bothers me so far. But it's still a fun game once you get into it, and I'm planning to beat it. I'm, I'm, it's gonna take me a long time though, because I'm like 70 hours in and I'm like not even halfway. So gonna take me probably another 70 hours to beat <laughs> but i'm gonna do it i got a couple i got like two weeks left so i will i will be busting it i'll be busting a nut to finish this whoa yeah that's that's it for me what about you joe so fool um i too as well um playing uh finishing our, oh. our uh, madden season i finished the season uh, the only, the first man in Madden 21 in our league to go 16 and 0 did that. Uh, and... Has the uh, uh, playing on the upgrade? Wait, can can you guys? It it doesn't matter, right? If you guys are playing the upgrade one and Dave is playing the standard one, it doesn't matter. You can still no, you purchase. can't. <gasps> no, no, no. So you have to. So it gives you the option to import your league into the PS5 the upgraded but version. Everybody has to be um, the upgrade. Yeah. So if you're not upgraded, then no. So then, but I mean, you can still play your your PS4 version. So it's like that's what we're doing. So I have both the, uh, the both versions. PS4 and PS5 version, and then we have a small side league that's upgraded. We don't, I mean, we don't play as much, but it's there. So we play that, and then the main league is on PS4, which actually I would say is fine right now because like there's a lot of issues with uh, again as usual. There's a lot of issues with the um, upgraded version. Of no. That. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. You don't it, say. They had to. Yeah, yeah I know, really. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, same like Beppo. Uh, um, pushing my guess for I played uh, our, our friend Dave uh, the other day in the final game of the season. And it was kind of uh, anticlimactic because it was like he versus I, but I had already clinched the, the, the buy, the top seed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't want to play my – it was like a real football game. And it was in a way where – I didn't want to play any of my starters and neither did he because he had already clinched his spot. So we basically was like, all right, here's our second and third string guys. And and then even when we're playing, it's like, well, I'm not going to run my, I didn't want to run all my normal plays or like my, my go-to plays. So it's just like kind of just trying stuff. But it was fun because he threw like six interceptions and uh, it was just a fun game because it was like, we didn't give a shit. So yeah, it's still pretty I usually, fun. I usually do that. Like if I, if I play you or somebody that I know I'm going to have like trouble beating, I'll just bullshit the first, like the first game. Like if I if we play like in the, early in the season, uh-huh. I'll do whatever. If I don't care what I like, if I throw a bunch of picks, and then if we went if we play in the playoffs, that's when I'm just like I'm gonna play my game. Yeah, but uh, I got to start some of my uh, uh, my backup guys, and I was like, you know, I have some. I'm already like I've already kind of I, I drafted a really young team, but I'm already looking 
forward towards like you know when some of my guys get older and i have a i drafted a i didn't draft him i actually signed a a rookie cornerback and uh actually he's a one-year guy and uh i was like i i i traded for him and i got him and i noticed he was like a low overall rating but he was a superstar and the trade for him was easy so i was like whoa shit like it didn't really cost me much and uh you don't see, I, I guess I was like, you don't see a lot of cornerbacks because he's like six foot three. He's huge. He's a big guy. He's, he's like a big cornerback. But I, I was playing him and I was already like, oh yeah, he's going to be the future. Like I could already tell certain guys I play and I'm like, yep, this guy's going to slot in just nicely. So it's fun to do that stuff. Um, so yeah, I just waiting for the next round to, to come on. And then you know, I'm actually looking forward to, again, to our draft, which is one of the funnest things. Um, see, played that. Played some more watchdogs. Um, it's a fun game. Yeah. Watch Dog, Watch Dog Legion is a fun game. It it just my issue is like it just doesn't do it's just it's a it's here's the thing. It's a fun game, but it's still a Ubisoft game. And a Ubisoft game is going to do a lot of the same shit. Follows the formula the and stuff. The formula that they always do. So after a little, like, it's easy to get into, but it also is very easy to just be like, yeah, I can stop for a little bit and come back to it later. There's no gigantic overarching, like, thing hooked to it that makes me want to, like, play it nonstop. Yeah. It's like so something you, like, come, you go in and every once in a while, check it out, but you're not, like, hooked at it where you got to keep playing. Yeah, exactly. And like, yeah, the whole the idea, like the mechanics behind it with the hack, it's still really cool. I enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. Um, but then I was thinking like, and that's one of the things I thought too, is like when I heard about like oh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla and a lot of people were giving it a lot of props, but I was always like the whole time, like it's still an Assassin's Creed tape. It's still a Ubisoft game. And it was like, mm-hmm. I even asked myself, what am I going to have more fun doing? An Assassin's, an Assassin's Creed game? Even if it's like, you know, oh, it's Vikings or... Yeah. A watchdogs game that is hacking and i'm like i'm gonna go with where i think i'm gonna have more fun and i kind of i feel like if i had tried uh the assassin's creed game i would have just stopped playing altogether yeah buddy bellinger's in it dude you should have played that <laughs> Jeez. Well, but um that's that's the crazy you bringing up uh ubisoft I, I fell off Ubisoft games in general a long time ago just because like you were talking it's about It's easy like, to game, say, it's easy to do. G- Gameplay-wise and for me I just I never w- got big into the Assassin's Creed. So it's weird. You get a lot of people going, "Hey, you get Assassin's Creed." It's like, "No, I'm not into that series." But you always get that like it's like a go-to game. It's it's becoming the Call of Duty like every year you're getting yep. you the Assassin's hey, Creed you know, or Watchdogs. They got a following. Yeah. And for it's sure. cool. It's just for me, I know I'm just not into either one, so I don't care to buy them. But then you're hearing this shit um, they added microtransactions to uh, Valhalla. I heard like, I just, yeah, I just it just heard about came that. out this week. It's like, yeah, they added it so they can get XP away with XP boost or something, right? It's not part of the reviews. They can get yeah, away with waited. actually having that. They waited, so that I'm like, oh yeah, it's Ubisoft. Like, That's, I mean, game games have been doing that lately. Like, I remember yeah, that uh, Crash Bandicoot, the Crash Team Racing did that. Yeah, I never touched Crash Team Racing Don't after that. Like that. Yeah, um, but no, like, um, going back to. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Watch Dogs. Still a fun game. Um, I enjoy it. The idea of like recruiting people, like anybody, kind of like how the game puts stuff out there, it's actually a pretty cool thing. Because when you recruit someone, you kind of have to like, you, you, you end up, you know, well, first you have to like, they have to like you. 
and there's certain things you can do oh. to build like your your reputation in order for them to like dude it's oh, like okay, persona I'll... they have to like you you can't just like get into it right it, it kind of <laughs> is like that in a way yeah where you have to kind of like develop or you have to like uh there's certain things you can do because like some people see your organization as like terrorists and others don't so the ones that believe in you are easier to recruit but then you have to do certain things you have to like uh, certain criteria to like be able to recruit more people but um you can just see people in the street and then like you, you kind of like look you basically like look them up and like oh this person it does this for a living uh does that and uh happens to be good like a melee weapon or another one character will be like oh they have a car or they have like access to a car immediately and then some other ones have like access to like oh this is a, for whatever reason i thought it was funny but it's like oh, it's a construction guy who has access to a giant drone and i'm like yeah sure why not you know what i mean like, yeah. like it's just it kind of doesn't make sense it's kind of just like they shoehorn stuff in there but it's still kind of fun to um you know like see people and be like oh this person by recruiting this person i can do certain mis missions easier and certain stuff uh, uh better so um yeah that part's fun uh I, and I'm, I, I'm i'm liking it i'm definitely gonna i'll put more time into it but it's not something that i'm you know like pressed to like i want to finish it now yeah you know but uh, it's it's a fun game, and you know, you know, like not for nothing, it looks pretty damn good. It's a it's, it's I got it on the Series X, mm -hmm. and uh, it's a good looking game, especially you know while everything's uh, uh, running, and like especially when a lot of stuff's going on or in the evenings. Like yeah, pretty. It's a pretty dope looking game. Um, I also tried out Call of the Sea. So it was like a, it just got released. I think it was last week or two weeks ago. It's like a puzzle game on uh, for. Uh, for x for the xbox um it's interesting it's kind of cool nice mm -hmm. it's a it's your you're, you're basically your character goes onto an island and is looking for um it's a female character she's looking for her husband um who went missing and basically she's like now trying to figure out this mystery of what happened to him and the crew that he they wanted an expedition or something to this island and it's really it's a puzzle game uh, you know, you're solving kind of puzzles. There's not a lot. There's not really action to it, but um, so far it's not bad. Not too, not too, uh, not too shabby. Some of the dialogue kind of—I don't want to say it rubs me the wrong way, but I was like, "Ah, eh, it's kind of fake." I wouldn't like some of the things that are said or the reactions. But as far as just the exploration part of it, it's been pretty good, and I, I like the art style. I, I, I definitely was digging it. It's very colorful, very. Uh, bright at times but then as you kind of go into certain areas of the jungle it gets very dark um but all in all it's it's, it's been so far kind of a cool game i want to see who what who did what did they make before that um i might i'll look it up later maybe but i want to say they've done something else that's a pretty a pretty good kind of like that style of game but um yeah so far about a couple of hours maybe about an hour into that two hours maybe and um it's cool it's nice it's definitely it was uh on uh, game pass so you know again it's one of those things where it's like you know jump on there quickly and play mm -hmm. um i also tried out um because i wanted to see if it was uh, uh we happy few yeah and yeah i deleted that quickly <laughs> it uh yeah i mean the premise is real cool but after about 20 30 minutes of playing it i was like i'm not feeling the overall control and just I don't know. Just wasn't really. I wasn't. It wasn't clicking. So yeah. I was like, "Yeah, I actually didn't delete it, but I was already like, I was pretty close to already. I was yeah, like, yeah, oh. I don't think I'm gonna miss this again. I may give it a chance down the line, but the first, my first, uh, 
impression of it wasn't very good. Um, and it's nothing mm-hmm. that I, like so far. It's not even to say it's, it's really anything like technically bad with it. It just mm-hmm. did nothing for me. So, what about you, Jesse? What's up? So I got a deal. They had a buy two get one, and I got Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. I got. Uh, I wanted to really get, and then what I got for free was the Pathless on PS5. And then I decided, hey, you know what? I'll get this since it's part of the deal. I was going to get it until it dropped, but I'm like, you know what? It's a pretty good deal. I'm going to get a $50 game for free anyway, so I'm going to get it. I got Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate. That game's fucking cool. I was really surprised on how good Mortal Kombat 11 was. Like, insanely surprised. Because, like, I'm more of a Street Fighter guy. I like the Street Fighter... You know, mechanics, gameplay better than, like, you know, stuff like Tekken, Virtual Fighter, Mortal Kombat. You know, I really liked Mortal Kombat when I was a kid, back in the early days. I don't hate it, but just, like, the gameplay as it evolved and went on, it felt slower once I was getting really into Street Fighter. Um, I, You know, I've been hearing, like, a lot of things about Eleven, and when it comes to, not the hardcore, but a lot of people who are into the fighting games... Uh, a lot of them liked 11, but would say are saying that the last one, X or XL, is a better when it comes to a more competitive fighting type of game or better gameplay because there's something with 11 that makes it more of a wait until you fill up your bar then attack type of thing instead of just an all-out kind of fight. Anyway, so I tried out 11 or, or X because they don't call it 10. Ed Boon said not not it's not 10, it's X. Uh, I tried it and I thought, oh, this is really good, but I don't know what it was. I don't know what it is about Mortal Kombat 11. It was so much fun. And it, the story mode in Mortal Kombat 11 is so good. <laughs> Dude, fucking They're so great. Four hours went by and I was like, holy shit. Like, I was invested. I, like, right when it started. And I don't even know the history of, of Mortal Kombat that much to where there's things happening. And I'm like, wait, when did that happen? Holy shit. But, like, it was explained where I'm not lost. I'm just more like... Oh shit! When did this happen? This is cool. And then like, I've, they did such a good job of like kind of bringing you up to speed. If you haven't known anything about the story of Mortal Kombat in years, what's up? Yeah, I've actually gone out and watched. Uh, I watched the, uh, the cutscenes to mm-hmm. just to spice on YouTube for I, nine. It was because I never had finished nine. And yeah, I, I would say from nine on, those story modes have been so fun. Yeah. Like, I'm not even saying they're the best. Like, I mean, you know, like you're, if you're looking mm. for like this, a great, great story, it's probably not going to get it. But just entertaining. Uh-huh. It's extremely the the story modes for those games are extremely entertaining. And I just like the way they do it, where they allow you to. It's almost like a like a, an easy trial way to get accustomed to get used to all the characters. Mm-hmm. You get a little try with those characters. And then once you're ready to compete, you've already gone through that story mode. And you can kind of wager oh i kind of like playing these these characters and then you can go from there yeah but oh the storm modes are fantastic they're great i was i you know and i knew they were great but i i I was expecting that like oh i'm gonna try this out for like an hour play fighting mode and then i'm done you know like oh okay this looks nice on ps5 it's smooth load times are fast and i was gonna be done with it no i spent like three four hours with it i couldn't fucking stop like i and i had to stop because i was like oh it's already late so i gotta i gotta go to bed that system, um, that fighting system, is actually like from from ten on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's it's a legit system, man. Yeah. Like that game is a it's a it's a good fighter. This this was the first time. What I liked it was like it you know when it goes to finish him, you can pause it, look up the finishing move, and then mm-hmm. do it. 
you know so you just and so that's what i was doing and you know there's some that i'm like oh i did it on time or sometimes i mess up but this is probably the first time where i was able to do fatalities easily now there's a way to set it up just to do easy mode where you just hold down a trigger and hit a button at the uh, same time i didn't do that i actually just actually pushed push the buttons that need to be done and it wasn't that hard but it's like <laughs> dude like the, the level of detail in the fatalities or even in the <laughs> graphics itself they're yes. crazy i don't even yeah. some of those man like i'm still like i'm like this is like the 11th or i don't know how many games they've done but mm. they're still creative they are like some creative. of them make me laugh so hard yeah. when you watch you're like the fuck out of here there's yeah. they're so funny I, I thought the johnny cage ones are fucking great johnny <laughs> cage ones are great yeah it's funny like yeah the the like one of the bummers though is it's like fuck man i i want to like be able to play with you guys because all i've experienced is against the computer now i don't know what the actual experience is when it's with another person because that's different when you're playing against someone else that's when you can tell like okay this is what works in a fighting this fighting game whichever fighting game you're playing this is what doesn't work you know Maybe that conversation I've been hearing where it's fun, but it, it just becomes a wait yeah. till it charges until I can use my attack. Wait till this charges till I use my attack. Because I, that I was hearing, waiting for your charge attack is better than just all out attacking because it's less or something. I don't know what it was. But. Did, um, is, is the, the, the one you got, it's got everything? Like it's the aftermath got, stuff? It's got aftermath. It's got all the skins. It's got all everything. That's what I was going like to get into. It's like you said, though, that's the sad thing about get uh like mortal investing in, in, in mortal Kombat is the fact that you know that that first release I, it, it's not it's i don't want to say it's not complete but you know <laughs> that they're going to re-release it and that's what sucks yeah. because it's like you end up having to spend if you buy that first version you buy everything else you end up spending a hundred or i don't know how much and it's like you know common sense tells you i'll just wait until they do the complete edition but then it's like you run the risk of you know, if you want to play other people, that that um, the newness or the hotness of the game, that you know, I mean, I think there's still a good, a, a good, uh, a varied player amount that that still play on, you know, online or whatever. But it just sucks. You know what you said? Like like you had said before, it's like having it done like that. It just yeah, because you're you you're the companies are. If you just wait it out, you're getting more than the person who buys it day one. Yeah. Oh yeah. The person of who buys it day one, you're spending way more money than like me. I just spent. 60 bucks i got everything as someone who bought it on day one and bought everything aftermath all the dlc probably more than double that so it's like what did they get out of it it's like no nothing they got to play it a year ago but i'm having so much fun and i already have everything with it you know i think i only bought one thing and i'll get to it right now um with the complete edition how they do it you get the download code to download everything right so i get every skin that so far has come out i think there's a few that are paid for that i don't get but it's very little compared to everything else. I was like, oh, did this, did it not download everything? What I do wrong? And then I went online and some people say, hey, the costumes aren't working. I found out how costumes work in Mortal Kombat is different. You actually have to go in and there's so much customizable options that you preset your own outfits. You can, you can customize your character in any way. So if you like, let's say you like a, a Sonya Blade outfit or something, that's her old school one, but you actually want to give her a different hat instead of the, the the bandana or give her some shades or whatever. You can do that and set that as the main outfit. So you can go into customization and then set, like if you have a favorite outfit that you made, you can make that the main one. So that's the first thing that pops up instead of you scrolling. So you can actually make like Sub-Zero and make all your favorite costumes and set it 
and then select through all those costumes. But that's the thing. It everything's not there. You have to go if you're like, oh, I you want the classics the work in. You have to put the work in to put it. I didn't understand that. It doesn't really explain it. So I think that's why a lot of people are like, where is it? I can't find it. It's like technically you have to make it yourself, right? I said this when they announced Mortal Kombat 11. It looked fucking cool. All of us were impressed. Like, man, this looks really good. It looks fun. The idea of the story of it being the past them, like time is merging. So they're meeting their old selves with the um, with the new, the new past selves, you know? Uh-huh. But then when I heard that Ronda Rousey was going to be voicing Sonya Blade, I was like, fuck, man, that sucks. She sucks in this fucking game. She is the worst person. When you hear all this top talent voice cast... She is so bad. Beto's shaking his head. She's amazing. <laughs> no, like I know, I know you're you're you're, you're joking, but it is really it is. <laughs> no, it's really bad. It's really bad. To the this is what sucks. Story mode, you can't change anything. I spent five ninety nine to buy the new skins of Sonya Blade. Uh, Johnny Cage and Raiden, you get all the actors from the original Mortal Kombat, all voice themselves and are skin like them, right? I automatically bought that. I automatically made the costume of the movie Sonya Blade and locked it as the... When you pick Sonya Blade, you're getting her first. You know, if you want to have the Ronda Rousey one, fine. But for me, I was like, switch it to this. And it was so awesome playing as Sonya Blade from the movie and then Johnny Cage from the movie and Raiden as the movie. They did a really cool job. But, unfortunately, I would have said Warner Brothers pay the money for that actress to redo Sonya Blade's whole, you know, the cinema ones. It was so bad, dude. It was so bad. Shut up, Beto. How are you supposed to play it, dude? <laughs> I'm not playing it how it's intended by the developers. Yeah. Here's um, the thing. I think they knew she was so bad. I'm not even going to ruin the story. But I think I knew they knew how bad she was. They did something in the story, so she doesn't have to talk as much. I remember when there was gonna be a movie about her when she was fucking huge. Sonya Blade? No, uh, Ronda Rousey. Was it really? Yeah, there was supposed to be a movie on her. Yeah, I remember that. Turned it up and then kind of like Paige, like the movie. Because what? When she lost? She lost, and then she lost a couple times, like really bad, and then they just kind of stopped. Yeah. But I kind of wish they did make that movie because it would have been so bad. She'd was she going to be playing herself? <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. No, um, it was, it, I, I, I shelled out money to buy that, and I was like, this is perfect. I was able to set up. And that's the cool thing. You can put your the movie actress. I forget her name. You can put her, but put the old school Sonya Blade outfit of the classic Sonya Blade on her or any of the outfits. It, like, there's so much customization in Mortal Kombat. It's crazy. I thought, I thought it was pretty neat. Like, Playing Mortal Kombat 11 and seeing where a fighting game story could go is impressive because they don't have to put that kind of detail in it or that kind of time into it, but they did. They kind of set the bar for it now. Yeah, and that's the thing. But here's the thing. They set the bar for it. No matter what, Street Fighter's never going to be like that. I know. It sucks, because, but well, I don't think know, it could I, hit that. I, maybe it could. I don't know, but I don't think so. get the movie I, characters I, I in the game? <sighs> They what? started with like they started they started like the whole storyline thing was like started with I felt like it started with like a Mortal Kombat nine yeah where you're like okay you know they started and then they really started hitting all cylinders with like injustice because the justice had a yeah. great mm-hmm. a really really good story mode and yeah. then it was like from that point on they're like okay like they were like we got this and yeah, yeah the stories you know maybe 
not a little uneven at times, but like pretty much most of those story modes for those games are, they're, I mean, they're like highlights of actually playing, which generally for fighting games isn't a real thing, you know? Like the highlight of playing a fighting game generally isn't a story mode. Yeah. But, you know, it's a, it's for like the Mortal Kombat or the, these games, these, um, the Never Realm Studios, they, they're a high point for them. Mm. They take a lot of pride in, in those story modes. Yeah. It, I was, um, insanely impressed by it they did such a good job um i'm digging it man uh i just wish i could play with you guys but... that's what uh capcom needs to do they need to put the the movie characters into the game oh uh, dude but have it be street fighter the movie the game sprites though no it... <laughs> <laughs> dude if they did that that'd be pretty neat jean claude that'd be awesome um he doesn't cost much right I don't know. He's not that big right Definitely. now. I mean, he kind of... What was it? He was kind of coming back when the Untouchables... JCBD. Yeah, when the Untouchables was coming out. But then it was oh, just yeah. like... Every, everyone was realized, like, we don't want these guys coming back. Really. We don't need them. We don't need them. Time, we got Vin Diesel. Time Cop, like, you're more of a meme than anything. Just jumping on it with your chonies and everything. Anyway, Mortal Kombat 11, really digging it. I was... I mean, I knew... I always wanted to get it. Like I told you guys, I'm just going to wait till the fucking complete edition comes out. But, like, it's really fun. Not to the point where I'm like, oh, I missed out. It's like, no, I'm having fun right now. And I have everything. That's what's making it awesome. But uh, uh, I'm digging that. And the other game I got uh, that I wanted, The Pathless, it's an indie game. But they they made it physical. So I was like, oh, I'll go go for that. And it's going to be free. So I'm like, that's even better. And I started playing it this week. Man, it looks really pretty. It's like really nicely cell shaded. Um, it's kind of like so far what I played. I haven't played much, but your character and they use the dual sense a little bit so far. Um, she washes up ashore on a boat, and what's weird is you feel the the the, the waves. The waves of the boat or the waves hitting the boat on the side on your controller. And I was like, ooh, we got some dual sense technology going on this motherfucker. But they don't use much on it. And then you're kind of just exploring. You're, it's like one of those games where it's like, it's not throwing a complete story at you. You're just kind of exploring. But she has the bow and arrow. And when you hit the little symbols, it kind of gives you like a dash burst. But if you time it correctly, you can jump in the air, dash burst, hit jump again, and you get like a quick dash up in the air straight or above. And so far, I think what I'm understanding from the story is this kind of a, a bird god like something's wrong like it's hurt so it gives you one of the bird stones that you have to go to these towers in the area and there's three towers they're not far apart but you go place the stones there and it kind of has this beam that heals the bird and when you finally unlock all three um it heals the bird the bird kind of moves and you're able to go into another area where you're just kind of exploring but the feeling of the movement um kind of getting your timing on the jumps and hitting the these symbols at the right time to give you that boost it's kind of like a fun kind of keeping yourself in the air as you go like bah, 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 you know and it has some sort of like it's hard to explain without showing but it's kind of like oh i gotta get over there and there's three of them so while i'm in the air i hit it jump bah, hit it again the next one and then you get across from that ledge where you're at to get you know the stone in or whatever you know so there's like puzzles um different kind of like open up the the extra eye to see oh this is there's a wall here but when you open up the extra eye or whatever they're calling it 
it actually opens up this and then you can go up these stairs to reach this area. So it's kind of like a fun exploration kind of game and it looks really nice on PS5 graphically, like I was saying, cell shading, but it's got the 60 frames per second. So it feels really fluid. So, so far it's really cool. I'm, I'm digging it. It looks really nice. Uh, I can't wait to keep put, uh, putting more time into it, enjoying it. Uh, Pathless, cool. Check it out if you want something for your PS5. Or, and I know it's on PS4. Check it out if you like the, you know, something visually nice, but also like the gameplay is very smooth. Uh, you know, I want to get back into it, but I'm liking it so far. The Pathless. It's pretty cool. One more thing. Sakurai had his, uh, he usually does when there's a new Smash character, he breaks it down, talks about the history, and then shows a little gameplay. So they showed uh, Sephiroth is going to be, as we know, the new Smash Bros. character. Who? Sephiroth and Final Fantasy VII, the best uh, boss ever. Anyway, really? When this get announced? Sakurai, Sakurai showed off the usual gameplay, showing it off. Oh, it's pretty cool. But he threw a little twist. Hey, Sephiroth for was it a cinnamon super twist? Sm cinnamon twist? It was a, a delicious cinnamon <laughs> twist. Cinnamon twist. Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII for Smash is coming out December 22nd. But there's a twist. Boom. We're doing something special. We're going to have a special boss challenge event. If you purchase the DLC pack or purchase the character, you're going to be able to play against Sephiroth in a boss battle. Kind of like how they would do in Kingdom Hearts where Sephiroth was like a special boss character that you could fight. You're able to fight Sephiroth early. If you already have the DLC pack purchased again or um, hit the character. If you beat him, you get to get him that day. So it'll unlock for everybody on the 22nd, but if you want to fight him in the challenge and beat him, you can get him today. I fought him. They did a really cool job. I fought against him, beat him. I had so much fun using Sephiroth. G gameplay wise, he is insanely overpowered. But the way his gameplay is, is really fun. And this was the first time playing a Smash Brothers game where I was getting technical, like a fighting game. Like, if I could do this, I could do that. I could juggle this way and then attack and then swoop this way. And. I never gotten that way with a character in Smash Brothers, where it became like a technical thing due to gameplay. So, uh, Sephiroth is pretty dope. He's a, he's a cool character to use, a cool character to play in Smash, and it was pretty cool of them having that special event and being able to unlock him early. I recommend it if you're a fan of Smash. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool what they did, so I'm digging it. But yeah, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back, so see you in a bit. quick question did you guys watch the the nindy uh nintendo indies lab direct oh no i did but joe i did not know hey you know what i i don't ever expect you guys to watch those but that's why I, i'm uh, here that's why i'm here to present it and talk about it but then i thought you know what i'm only going to mention one thing from the the nindy's lab uh direct it was really cool. A lot of great stuff. Spelunky 1, Spelunky 2 are coming to the Switch finally. Everything's oh, you know, those games. What's up? 
like how are those, how old are those games? Like, I don't know, but is this Spelunky came out on the Xbox? The first Spelunky came PS3? out on 360 and PS3, yeah. Yeah, I'm saying like why? Why is I mean, see that that's why we don't watch it because it, it's gonna be shit like this. But this this I know you guys we can have a conversation with even Bionic though you guys Man. didn't see coming out, right? Even though you guys didn't see it, Among Us finally coming to consoles came out for the Nintendo Switch that day. First console to have one of the biggest games of the 2020 is on the Nintendo Switch first. What do you guys think? Five. I've never, I've never played it. I know you never played it. I really don't know enough about it to even like speak on it. I know you. I know mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, about it. It's see. That's the thing. I wish it came out on consoles. Because I think it would have been something that we would have enjoyed being such big fans of, like stuff like uh, Dead by Daylight, mm-hmm. where it's more of a game where it's basically the thing, the video game, where you have a crew member and someone in there that I'm is the suspect. That's why you always hear people, oh, this person's sus, because it's suspect. But you, it's like Joe, okay, Joe knows, okay, he's the guy. So Joe has to go around and then try not to get caught killing people. And then, Joe, you can plan it to where if you kill somebody and then someone else walks in, you can be like, it was fucking Beto. And then Beto's like, fuck, no, I walked in. Joe was already, like, fucking Jesse was already dead and he fucking walked in there. And then everyone has to kind of talk. And then you could be like, I wasn't fucking there. I was doing this over here. And then everyone could be like, oh, we're going to fucking throw Beto out of the, it's Beto. Beto did it. We're going to throw him out of the uh, the ship or wherever. He's he's out of here. Joe, Joe made us feel that Beto was the suspect. And then when they throw Beto out, it goes, Beto was not the suspect. And it's like, Oh fuck. You know, it's shit like that. Like you kind of have to get everyone against each other, but then do little things on the the ship, like little, okay, I got to fix this or swipe this card or so it's all this maintaining stuff, but also being a good liar. So it's like something that I wish that was on console because I think we would have had like a huge fun with it during the time it was like getting big again i'm probably pronouncing and explaining this really wrong and there's people listening to this saying fuck jesse's explaining it wrong but it's that aspect pretty much the thing the game where everyone's just like oh who's the alien you know kind of thing and i think what's up clue yeah so that's you know that's something where i'm like fuck i wish it was on consoles because i think we would have been like super into it you know but uh, I think it's a huge thing, and especially for Switch, it kind of just shows like the backbone of the Nintendo Switch. Like, fuck, we're gonna come out on Switch first, you know, not on PlayStation Four, not on Xbox, coming out on Switch. I thought that was cool. All right, but I do recommend everyone check out that Nindies Direct because there's a lot of cool indie games coming out for the Switch in the near future. Even some stuff that's already on Xbox Game Pass that looks really cool. So check that out. But. There was another surprise and you know what that was right guys nintendo announced another direct and you're going whoa a nintendo direct and yes it is a nintendo direct but it wasn't the type of direct you think it would have been it was super nintendo world direct joe did you watch it i did not beto did you watch it i did not watching it until they start talking about the fucking Los Angeles one. Oh, dude, I'm dude, okay. We're spoilers, spoilers. Miyamoto, he said it. He said it's coming to Hollywood, California. Florida. When? He mentioned it. It's the first when? time, huh? He said when? in the near future. What? What does that mean? 
That means he said America's so fucked up right now we can't open it anyway. <laughs> yeah, basically he did. He basically said that because he's like, oh, with everything going on, uh, a lot of people around the world can't. Aren't what if he went like this? Japan. What if he went like open now? But then you're like, but this, but the park is closed right now. <laughs> open like, now. Open now, and but we're closing uh, March 31st because it's an anniversary of Mario, so we're shutting it. We're we're tearing it down, and you're like, you only get two days to actually try to go into it. <laughs> Here's the thing. So the direct starts off with Miyamoto. Miyamoto is the one who's showing you the park. He's walking you around the park. They don't. They show a portion of the park. They don't show everything. But I thought it was so cool that it was Miyamoto presenting it. He comes out of a warp pipe and he's like, "Woohoo!" And I was like, "This is so adorable." And he starts he even, playing Wii music. <laughs> he even called. He even called himself Daddy when Mario and Luigi come in. And he's like, oh, and they, they pose. And he's like, all right, daddy's got to get back to work. You know, go, go. Well, he said in the beginning, he's like, hey, I'm yeah, Mario's dad. I'm Mario's dad. Yeah, dude, it was so fucking cool to have him. Anyway. And then they're like, bye, daddy. Bye, daddy. <laughs> well, it, it was kind of Luigi kind of stayed there for like a second too long. And I felt that was kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> like I was waiting for like Miyamoto to smack him on the ass. Like, go. <laughs> get the fuck over. Get the fuck out of here. But like, um, uh, I, anyway, we can get into everything, but... I'm just going to talk about uh, uh, some of the things, but I kind of want to ask you, because you watched it, Bethel. What was your impression? Because it was 15 minutes of him showing you around the park, some of the things. Uh, what was your impressions on it, uh, Bethel? Uh, it looks cool, but I was like, man, I wonder what Disneyland would have done. True. That's how it was. But when they first showed like all that that huge like level where it's like you see all the Goombas, it's like a level like just... It looks like you can climb it, and I saw like, oh, that'd be cool if you could climb it. Yeah, but I'm, like, I'm but I mean, like, I'm not fucking fit enough to climb shit like that. But it's still cool. There was um, there's interactive things you can do in the park, Joe. So if you have the uh, the wristband that you can purchase, this wristband uh, with the app on your phone can uh, calculate everything you do. So if you hit blocks, you can get coins, and that'll total up your percentage. But are your coin count and other things, but um, there's also interactive things. So you'll see a warp pipe and a, a not a Goomba, but a Troopa walking around. And if you time uh, the Koopa shell going in the pipe, if you time it at the right spot when you hit the block, the Koopa shell will go up, hit the Koopa, and the Koopa <coughs> he gets hit and he falls, and you win when you win a prize <laughs> through your that's pretty cool through your thing. <laughs> So there's different things you can interact with, too. And uh, Miyamoto didn't really want to spoil some surprises. So you see a sleeping piranha plant, and Miyamoto goes, hey, there's an interactive activity that you can do with this, but I don't want to spoil everything, so let's go. Let's not wake it up. Let's go. So you can. there's interactive things. When you see like a coin with a, with a key on it, that's one of the interactive games that you can play throughout the park. So that seemed really cool. The one thing I thought when I saw that was... They're going to recreate Fantasmic? No. <laughs> it's going to be him and Piranha Plant? Mario and Piranha Plant? Maybe? I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> um, the only thing I thought was, oh, that's cool that you can interact with things, but I'm already thinking of those lines that are going to gather up. Okay, now it's your turn to hit the block, and after like 30 minutes of waiting, you're just like, I don't want to fucking wait anymore. <laughs> Like, um, I, like, just. That, I think what they would do, I'm pretty sure they. This is what they did is that they laid out a shit ton of blocks everywhere, so they won't. So they won't be lines like that. Yeah, yeah. It, I, yeah. I mean, 
it'll be interesting to see how it is because that park is just going to be packed unless they limit how many people can go in at a time because it's it seems i don't know it seems really cool and and especially they went into this one area where you're going into it was the underground you're going into it's like the, it has the underground theme oh before we do that before we talk about that when you walk in for the first time you're going through a warp pipe so you're hearing old mario music and when you get out of the warp pipe you're in peach's castle and it has the mario 64 peach's castle theme when you walk out of the warp pipe and that that was awesome like it, it had like you're warping through the pipe and you're just in her castle and i thought that was cool and what's the thing you said bethel they showed the uh the painting of the babas yeah, like that like they did in 64 yeah and it could, there's gonna be some idiot that's gonna be try to be funny and jump through one of those <laughs> and it's gonna be an american well, That's not it, true. It, it could be someone else. It's true. Like, well, it would be cool if they actually made something where, like, you, you jump through one and, like, in a ball of pits or a, a, a what's it called, a, a pit of balls. Oh, and then you fall in there and <laughs> die. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's there were so many things they showed off. I'm, I'm not going to talk about everything, of course, but one of the things that I thought was really impressive, because it was really neat seeing Miyamoto walk you through everything, but when you went to the underground theme. You're seeing the blocks. Then the camera stops and Miyamoto keeps walking and Miyamoto gets smaller. So, of course, it's a visual thing. The bricks, the, they get bigger. It makes you look like you're getting smaller. He's like, oh, Wait, he wasn't getting smaller. smaller. <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm getting smaller. Here, come. You know, he's just like, go, let's go. Oh, you're getting smaller, too. Now the bricks are bigger. So now I'm going to hit them and you calculate the coins and everything. So now there's bigger bombs. You know, there's bigger things. Even Miyamoto was just like, oh, there's a babam. Oh, it exploded. Be careful. Oh, 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 exploded. Like he was getting so much joy just like looking at everything. And then he took you to the cafe where on it looks like a window into the kitchen and it's toad and it's toad like welcoming you to the cafe and the special items they have for you to buy. Like everything about it just showed like this magical kind of like mushroom kingdom thing and I don't know, there was so much to it. And for me, what got me in the whole thing, like everything looked awesome. Uh, but again, I, for me, I, I thought it was so cool just seeing Miyamoto, like how excited he was and like how much joy. And I was just like, dude, this guy, like, d like he's like, it's 35 years and there's a fucking park on something that he started and he's walking around it. And you can see how excited he was. You know, and I think this is the first time I've seen that much gray hair on Miyamoto. You know, I was just like, oh, shit, he's got a lot of gray hair, man. But it was cool. I don't know. That, that That's the stuff that stood out to me. I don't know if there's anything else that uh, that you thought was cool, Beto. But uh, I, it makes the wait for whenever the Hollywood one comes really, like, hard to wait for. Because it looked really awesome. I thought it was funny when uh, Miyamoto went to the to the restaurant, Toad's restaurant. Uh -huh. And then uh, he said, oh, look, it's Toad. It's Toad. He's a chef here. And then. Toad's like, hi, I'm Toad. I'm the chef here. And Miyamoto's like, yeah, I just said that. <laughs> like, the translation's like, yeah, I just said that. Says it like that. But one thing that, that I, I had that was cool, like, um, was the, what is it, like a Mario Kart? Is it a roller coaster? What is it? Uh, so I think, uh, I, again, they didn't show it, which I thought was good because you don't yeah. want to give everything away. Show too much, yeah. If my, my guess is, it's gonna be like cars in in uh, oh, California yeah, yeah. Adventure, but you have the AR goggles, so you're gonna have all the oh, someone's throwing a shell at you, or you're gonna, you're gonna see all these things. So I think it's gonna be like that. You're not actually driving. 
it's gonna make it seem like you're driving, but you have the glasses and stuff. What I thought was cool was those glasses. It's a hat, and you can tell that whoever made that kept people with glasses in mind because those just go over your face. They don't go on like 3D glasses. Oh. So that was cool. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna be able to wear those without having to be uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everything about it, like, it just seems really cool. Like, they uh, put a lot of thought into it. A lot of thought into that park. Um, they're opening, what was it, February 12th? 21st? I forget. Yeah, February. I'm not sure. I forget when. But. I'm just thinking, like, whoa, man. I wonder how they're going to maintain that for the first kind of, like, you know, with everything still going on. Um, but, yeah, man, it, it, it's, it seems really cool, you know, and... Uh, that I remember hearing last week, uh, the Orlando version, because uh, they were going to be the next ones to start making theirs. They put that they're postponing it indefinitely. They didn't say until further notice, but it's a safe way of saying, like, look, we, we don't really know when everything's no going to happen. Really. There's no date, so we're not going to say, like, hey, we expect it in, like, next year or the year after. I think they're just trying to play it safe. They just said indefinitely. It's postponed indefinitely. So, but I think if you want to start working on it now and ha kind of have the free time or whatever to, I mean, but I mean, who's gonna work on it? What if like all the fucking COVID shit's going on? That's true, right? Six feet apart. But yeah, no, it, um, it was really cool, and I thought it was pretty neat that they actually did a direct for for it. But I know Joe, like hearing it from us, are you gonna check out the video or? Did we explain it well enough to where, like, you know what? You you guys did you Je Bethel Jesse, you did such a great job of explaining it. We you painted such a great picture that I don't even need to watch this video. No, I mean I, I want well, I, I want to see the visual. You know what I yeah, mean? Like yeah. I, I do so. Like I will, uh, I I will for sure uh, go check it out I, later on. No joke, Joe. When I was watching it, I'm like, fuck. Joe's gonna see this. And it's gonna it's gonna make it even harder for him. Like he's, you're gonna be so. It's gonna get so hard. You're gonna get so hard. <laughs> <laughs> that too, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, all right. We're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit. We've come to our main topic today on this show and before we jump into it uh we get pretty in depth in the cyberpunk 2077 discussion everything that's been going on how cd project red has kind of reacted to everything that's been going on but i just want to say because we kind of don't hit on this during the talk i kind of want to make it clear that it's not the people who are working on the game. These people, the, the people at CD Projekt Red, the, the ones who are doing the groundwork, the ones who are working every day, the programmers, the QA testers, everyone who's actually been working on the game, who works in CD Projekt Red, who's doing all this stuff. We're, we're mostly complaining more about management. I don't want to make it seem like we're complaining about the people who are actually working on the game because they're working on it. And we're more upset about the directors, management, people who have been marketing this, all that stuff. We're not attacking the people working on the game. We're talking to the people who have been distributing this game and who have done a really bad job at directing how this game ended up being released with all the problems. So I just kind of wanted to 
make that clear because we kind of don't hit on that. Also, I have some friends giving their quick thoughts on their experiences with Cyberpunk 2077. So throughout the rest of the episode, you'll be hearing some firsthand experiences with Cyberpunk. On that, let's get going with the topic. It's a very interesting week, guys. I I purposely didn't bring this up in my What's Up full because I thought there's so much stuff coming out on this that it's just something we got to talk about. Cyberpunk 2077 has not been having that great of a launch. It has been going through some uh, pretty big things. And we're going to start off with uh, CD Projekt Red came out a couple days after launch to talk about, hey, uh, we know that, um, well, let me read it because... You know, everyone was talking about this game. Everyone was talking about how, you know, they didn't release any, you know, review copies for the base consoles like Xbox One and PlayStation 4. They were only ever gave people reviews for the PC version. They only ever showed stuff on the PC version. So there was just not that much information on the console stuff. It didn't have a great launch. Everyone was talking about it. It was really, really no bueno. CD Projekt Red ended up putting out this message. Dear gamers, first of all, we would like to start apologizing to you for not showing the game on base last-gen consoles before it premiered, and, in consequence, not allowing you to make a more informed decision about your purchase. We should have paid more attention to making it play better on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Second, we will fix bugs and crashes and improve on overall experience. The first round of updates has just been released and the next one is coming within the next seven days. Expect more as we will update frequently whenever new improvements are ready. After the holidays, we'll continue working. We'll release two large patches starting with patch number one in January. This will be followed by patch number two in February. Together, these would fix the most prominent problems gamers are facing on last-gen consoles. We'll be informing you about the content of each patch ahead of their release. They won't make the game on last-gen look like it's running on high-end specs PC or next-gen consoles, but it will be closer to the experience than it is now. Finally, we would like to always like everyone who buys our games to be satisfied with their purchase. We would appreciate it if you would give us a chance, but if you are not pleased with games on your consoles and don't want to wait for updates, you can opt or refund your copy. For copies purchased digitally, please use the refund system on PSN or Xbox, respectively. For boxed versions, please first try to get a refund at the store where you bought this game. Should this not be possible, please contact us at helpmefund at cdprojectred.com, and we will do our best to help you. Starting from today, we can contact us for a week up until December 21st of 2020. Humbly, Marcus M Markson, Iwinski, Adam Kaginski, Adam Pagowski, I'm not going to read all that. <laughs> I can't read their, I'm butchering all their names. Uh, PC, PC, PS, PS, PC gamers. We also are getting regular updates and fixing, improving the game. So that got released to the public. And then um, an investor's call happened, right? There was an investor's call. And that's the problem with a lot of companies, whether they're big, 
the game developers or whatever. You'll get more straightforward answers most of the time when they're talking to their investors. Now, when they're talking to their consumers, they'll fluff it up. But when they talk to their investors, they talk about their problems more. And uh, it's, they're more important because they're investors. But before we get into that, um, when you when that happened so far in the beginning, uh, what how'd you guys take that? Apologizing after the fact, knowing what you do, just doesn't come off as very sincere. It just doesn't anymore. We've seen it happen time and time again. Um, hey, we're sorry for knowingly not showing. You know what I mean? Like it just it it has to me. It really has no meaning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when something like that happens, like, you know, and, and, you know, the thing I think that's the biggest thing to me is like, we're used to this kind of thing from certain publishers. Yeah. Um, we're just not used to this coming from them, you know, see, like I brought it up to you in a text a while ago, just see where I was like, ah, oh, why, how the mighty have fallen, you know, like mm-hmm. we're talking about a company who would send, who would put thank you notes in, in the packaging uh, of a game at a time when people you know where were online passes and and uh um what do you call it uh you know season passes and everything were at a height you know here they are just thanking you for buying the game and no and no and then saying like yeah there's gonna be no uh, uh you know you know whatever it was at the time with like witcher 3 to now this it's you know you know it's it's you know things change it's it's uh it's a sad thing but you know it, it's not very surprising yeah i hate to say it but it's not very surprising you know what i mean oh joe they still leave you a message i'll read oh, it to you not the whole thing it says welcome to night city there's discru- the discussions on the game but they i'll just read what they write at the end as has become a tradition of ours we invite you to enjoy some extra a number of free DLCs, a small token or appreciation for believing in us and spending your money on our game. It's time to stop being all sentimental, though. The world of the dark future awaits. Get out there and do your thing. Well, CD Projekt Red, some people try to get out there and do their thing, but they couldn't. But the the it's still there, Joe. It's still there. But I just like it. Your dark future awaits. It's like, yeah, it's pretty dark. Your future is pretty dark, CD Projekt Red. <laughs> Hi, my name is Joe, and I've been playing Cyberpunk on the PS4 Pro. Overall, I've really enjoyed my experience. There hasn't been really much game-breaking glitches. Um, My game does crash after playing for a couple hours. Um, Other than that, the simple stuff is NPCs popping in uh, during conversations with other NPCs. Um, And also when NPCs take cover, I'll see sometimes them meld in with the texture or meld in with the object, which looks a little weird, but nothing that's broken the game. Beyond that, there's not been too much. It's been very playable, and I've really kind of really enjoyed my experience, and I'm going to continue playing. Uh, Cool. Hope this helps. Have a good one. It's, it's, it, when you read that, when I read that, and then when you hear all the extra stuff where they're like, oh, we didn't know it was going to be that bad. It's like, you worked on the fucking game. You knew it was going to be bad. Like, here's the thing. I, I, it wouldn't have been any better, but if they were like, no, we knew. We knew it was going to be bad on PS4, base PS4, base P, uh, Xbox One, even on, on your Xbox One X, even on your PlayStation 4 Pro. It's not going to perform well. Shit, even on the next-gen systems, it'll play better, but there'll still be problems. Even on PC, it'll have problems. 
but to play kind of like the oh shit we didn't know you know like it's that's where it just becomes like dude like come on bitch we're not stupid yeah in one in one fell swoop in one move they've just become like everybody else yeah and that's gonna really work against them because they've always had that going for them mm-hmm. that they weren't like everyone else and that they would, but we've, you know, there were already signs of it. Like when we yeah. heard about the crunch and a lot of these things that, you know, you know, and then there was little things like they're still going to get their, their, the, the workers or developers are still going to get their bonuses, no matter of the scores and that and all this stuff. But yeah. it's like at the end of the day, you still, you still yeah. deceived your, your fan base. Mm-hmm. You still deceive the people. And you know what? Like, if you're one of the ones that went out there and picked up the game and you, you're having fun with it and, you know, I've seen people out there, like, I even saw some stuff where there people were, like, like fiercely, def- I still don't get that. When people fucking defend a game they've never played before mm-hmm. and have never seen and are, like, angry that people are saying, hey, this is crap or they don't like it, mm-hmm. I don't get that. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to have, be optimistic and be like, hey, this could be good, that's one thing. But to, like so vehemently like reject the possibility that a game could be bad yeah based on nothing just because it's like a company you like it's just so stupid you mm-hmm. become a little you just you're just becoming a fucking show for it you have to be you just you got to be honest and you know the truth is they dropped the ball and they're feeling it in their pocket i mean what was it like a billion dollar oh uh, dude i got it right here hold on yeah i got it right here because this is crazy because not only that the, uh, a lot of the other problems too were, hey, um, you know, get a refund. But then like, so Sony, it's it's like they have their limited refunds that they can do. Xbox has certain things, and then they're like, hey, take it to retailers. All this stuff was happening where they were promising, like, hey, here's a refund. You can get your refund, but they were promising something that they couldn't, they couldn't do. It's not up to them, you know. But in the coming days, PlayStation Network took cyberpunk off their site they took it off they delisted it until further notice meaning like hey get your shit together because we're not going to sell this they're doing refunds for anyone who bought it digitally then after that this morning xbox is like yeah we're taking it off too or giving they're not taking it off but they say we're offering refunds if you're not having a good experience and then best buy today said we're we're taking open boxed returns money back on cyberpunk so you're already seeing this trickle down of retail stores and game companies being like, yeah, this game doesn't work. We're refunding your stuff. CD Projekt Red promised something they couldn't really promise. And then these other companies are like, well, we have to because it is a broken game. Not even Fallout 76, which wasn't fucking working, got delisted. Not even (laughs) Fallout 76. And I would say that one was probably in worse condition. But again, people will probably still fight me over that. So here, here's the information that came out today. Shares of Cyberpunk's Polish developer, CD Projekt Red, tumbled as much as 20% Friday on the news. The company has lost around $6.6 billion in market value since the game's release on December 10th. CD Projekt Red wasn't immediately available for comment when this contacted by CNBC. I've actually been enjoying Cyberpunk quite a bit. I have about 85 hours in the game. I've been playing on my PC. It's been somewhat inconsistent in terms of performance. But other than that, it's been fantastic story-wise. Um, graphic 
it has been fantastic. Uh, once they started patching the OSS 2.0 and then figuring out these weird performance hitches that they had in the beginning, it was it's been great. I think the game has room to grow. It's just such a shame that it wasn't optimized properly for console, which is what I was hoping to play it on the most, but PC has been fantastic. Now, here, here's the thing, like, I, I didn't bring it up on What's Up, Full. Here's my experience with CD Projekt Red, or Cyberpunk 2077. I'm not having as much problems as everyone else, but I'm not discrediting people's problems with it. Like, I'm not saying, well, I'm not having that. I'm talking to people, friends of mine, co-workers, where they're just like, it has crashed on me multiple times. It has done this. I had one person say, dude, I want to go on your podcast. I will break my copy on your podcast. And I said, you know, it's audio, right? Like, there's no point in doing that. It's audio. But my experience with Cyberpunk 2077, I've only, I've never had it crash on me once on the Series X. I've never had it crashed. I don't know why. I'm waiting for it. I hear it happens further low, down in the game where you get more problems, like later into the game. Um, one of the things I have experienced were um, weird glitches where an enemy got stuck in an elevator and, and like had some sort of weird Super Saiyan Goku warping ability, and, and I just killed him in the elevator. But then his body has the key to go up through the elevator. But since he died and I had to respawn, his bodies were stacked on top of other bodies. So the key wouldn't appear. So I had to constantly load my save over and over until randomly the bodies separated. Then I could grab the key. So it was just this weird. I've had that. Um, I've had moments where I'll see the same person in two spots at the same time. And, and, and their dialogue is being shared. So it's kind of weird. Like I'm talking to them, but then the other one responds. So at first I was like, oh, they're twins and they're both. But no, it was a weird glitch or whatever it was. I had another experience where I was in a mission where this person wasn't allowing anyone in their, in their room. And I went through the mission and then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to reload this because it lets you choose different things to say. So I'm like, oh, I didn't like what I chose. So I'm going to reload this part. And then I reload it. And then when he opens the door, someone's in the house walking across the house. And it was the weirdest fucking thing. I was like, oh, whoa, that's weird. It's just this weird monk is in his house. Um, and yeah, just weird. I, I've had people fall into the world. Not me personally, but I'll see someone dip inside a sidewalk and I stop and I'm like, what the fuck? That's weird. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, yeah. And I'm just like, whoa, but I haven't had any crashes. Uh, or anything really game breaking. I mean, the only thing that was annoying was well, I was unable to get a key to to continue. So, but again, I'm not disc I'm not saying like, well, I'm not having a problem. So what's everyone talking about? It's like, dude, everyone, uh, everyone. I feel I'm lucky. Like I'm lucky right now that nothing bad has happened. But I'm actually having a fun time. The story picked up, and I'm actually having a good time with the story. Like here's the thing, and I'm not defending CD Projekt Red. I'm just saying right now what the game they built I, I'm liking the world and where the story is going it's really fun but it really still sucks for me that I'm that other people can't experience that you know what I mean they, they have a game that isn't running well doesn't look well isn't even playable that's what's really annoying to me you know I'm not mad at the player I'm mad at the company you know I'm mad at how they're what 
That mad the player? Who you mad at? Game. game. (laughs) It is just such a shit show, and it seems like CD Projekt Red is getting what they deserve. But what could have been done? I want to ask you guys something. To be honest, everything you're hearing, in a can CD Projekt Red come back from this? Will people forget about this when the game finally works? A year from now, is this still going to be brought up? It, could they get out of this? Can they pull a No Man's Sky? Like, what do you guys think? Sure. Um, it's 100% possible for them to get out of the hole. And more than likely, they probably will get themselves out of that hole. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is they nothing at this point is going to fix the on their reputation yeah and that's the biggest thing that i think is going to that's what's going to affect them i think long term yeah Uh, we're in an age though where i mean nowadays it's not that huge of a i mean it's not that huge of a thing unfortunately uh we've seen plenty of other publishers be totally dishonest about something and they continue to rake in the money so um for for them though being a bit of a I, I feel like they were always a bit more they're big they're a big company but they're they were more independent uh, yeah. a little bit um this thing on their reputation is not good it's it's definitely not good but i mean they can always uh come back from it but again you know i brought up that show i was watching that raven the mythic que- uh, ravens that mythic I thought quest, you say you know? that's so raven <laughs> no i was like you watch that too and it's it's just interesting to see like in that show how the, some of the things that they choose to do you know they they infighting with the developers of the game coders and like they end up having made those choices that are made that you know like are things that they wouldn't normally do but you know they have to do because times change and mm-hmm. you know things you know you you become so big that suddenly all those things when you're a smaller independent developer doing you know focused things it, it gets away from you yeah and, and i think you know cd project red is starting to get to that point where you know like they're the makers of the witcher cyberpunk has been um hyped for so long now that it was like we need to get this out you know and yeah. it's like you know what we say the same thing it's like hey man if your game's not done yet Take the time that you need. Yeah, people are going to be angry, but you'd rather come out with a game. But no, this is one of those situations where it's like you said before, too. It's like it's end of year. They want to get that game out before, you know, the new year, probably for the quarter. Yeah. Um, You know, they felt apparently they felt like they had no other choice is the only thing that I can come up with. Yeah. Um, clearly, that's not true. Because there's but. no way they could have said like this would have been OK. Yeah, like they, it's like you set yourself up. It's not the truth. When it, to me, whenever a company and I don't care how much money they have, but whenever a company goes like, "We don't have a choice," it's not true. There, there's always a choice. It's it's it may be a choice they don't like. You no, know, it, it's a, it's a choice they won't like. They, but think about it. You're right. They have a choice, but here's the thing. This is what I was saying, dude. They don't care about the consumer. They care about their investors. Their investors are like, uh. Well, how's your quarterly earnings going to be? Is this game coming out? They don't give a fuck that it works. They want to make the money. 
they're not playing the fucking game. And, they're and the that's investors. the problem. Yeah. That's the problem is that, and that's a big problem because this is a company that who who's you know part of their identity and part of their was you know they had a good uh, interaction with their fan base and people believe that you know like yeah you know they 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 truly it seemed like they truly cared you know what I mean for mm. a long time that's kind of like the idea like the like what what I got out of this company um, but that changed but again look at look at the end result right you you they released it because investor data released it and then you lost like basically 20% of what your company was about to be valued at so you ended up fucking yourselves more yeah in my opinion releasing this game now than it would have been had you just waited and yeah some people would have been unhappy but had they waited and released this fucking jaw-dropping game which even you're saying like you're saying is like it's pretty good it's yeah not, it's not bad but yeah. had they you know released it in a in a you know in a in a more you know completed fashion you know with you know with all you know par like not parody but like you know it you know working across all consoles you know that would have done a lot more i think in the end to keep coming people coming back and you know what yeah. like i said before people are you know some people aren't going to care and they're going to they may this may only be a small blip in the war, in the in the road for them but you know i mean you know they should be held accountable like any other company yeah. i mean we give we give Bethesda a ton of shit yeah uh and and rightfully so for how they get games released so yeah. i you know shouldn't be any different for a company like cd project red I, I think like you were kind of saying earlier is is when it comes to a game company uh, or a game developer, we're fans. We're fan of game. We're fan of games. But you also gotta not just well they're making it so it's gonna be good. It's like yeah you know they CD Projekt Red showed with like The Witcher like people love those game that game and they loved what CD Projekt's other games were. So they automatically were like, well, everything they're going to make is going to be amazing. And this show is like, no, sometimes it isn't. Sometimes it's not. It's not going to be great. And you shouldn't automatically, like you said, Joe, defend a company when they weren't really having your back in the beginning either. Like you were defending them. You were doing shit. People were giving reviews saying, hey, this game isn't working. Fuck you. Why are you giving the game of the year a low score, you piece of shit? Like... One thing that pissed me off during this whole like two weeks when CD Pri or when Cyberpunk came out was, I forget her name. She's part of Game Informer, but she was putting out there like, "Hey, I suffer from seizures, and there's stuff in here that that triggered it, so they got to be careful. Like, there's no warning." And then people got pissed off, so people were tricking her, like sending her videos, like, "Oh, hey, I'm in defense of you," and we're putting out videos to trigger her seizures. Multiple people were doing that. You physically wanted to hurt somebody who suffers from seizures because they said something about a fucking company in their goddamn game, and you're physically going to hurt someone who suffers from that shit. Like, fuck you if you do that. That pissed me off, you know? But then there were people saying, hey, thank you for actually saying this because I suffer from seizures. And I got to that part. I didn't even know that was happening, but there was stuff in that game where I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, I don't suffer from seizures, but even I'm just kind of like... Whoa, this is pretty bad. Like, it was like that scene in freaking Incredibles 2. I know you walked out of Incredibles 2, Bethel, but there was like flashing lights. And even when I was in there, and again, I don't suffer from seizures. Even my eyes were just kind of like, God damn it. You know? Yeah. But I don't know. That pissed me off. And I don't know. You, you shouldn't defend a, a gaming company or a game, anything, really. Yeah. Hey, my name is Jonathan English. I played Cyberpunk on PlayStation 4 Pro. 
and I have had nothing but glitches and issues ever since I started playing it. I played it for four nights straight and rage quit every single time. Uh, it crashed on me constantly. I had glitches that just wouldn't let me progress. The biggest one of all I remember was the last time I actually just rage quit was I finished a story mission, walked out of the building, all the missions went away. So now I'm just walking around a city with nothing to do, trying to figure out why or what's going on. And for some reason, I was thrown up into the sky and fell on top of a building. Weird, but I ended up getting back to the ground, found my car, which was parked next to a cop, got into my car, and for some reason, they opened fired on me. Couldn't open the door to get out, and it exploded. So, when the game reloaded, I got my story missions back so i was able to continue but uh as soon as i continued game crashed again this was an unfinished project for consoles uh and i put blame completely on the gaming community for the demand of this i know this was a huge title that was supposed to be amazing and well anticipated but we just put too much pressure on the company itself. I would have been fine if this game got delayed again. We're, we're used to game delays. You know, these AAA titles nowadays come with a day one patch because it wasn't ready. And hopefully that day one patch is going to fix it. But unfortunately, the day one patch on this one, 45 gigs, didn't do that either. Now, I was going to return my game, but I procrastinate too much. And... Now I have to wait till February, which I believe is the second major update they announced is supposed to happen, where it's supposed to fix the game. I would have been fine if this game came out in February at this point, because I have not enjoyed myself through the play long. It seems great. I mean, I love the universe. The story seems cool. But this really falls upon how the gaming community just demands, demands, demands. And it's horrible that this game came out the way that it did because of us. Yeah, I don't know, man. That pissed me off. That was I mean, th like thinking back, like in retrospect, how they said that the PS5 version of this game isn't going to come out to next year. Maybe this was like supposed to also like should have been delayed uh, for another whole, a whole another year too because like <laughs> yeah. fucking how bad it is. Yeah. But they wanted to come out with it just like how you said to please investors. Like we got to get something out there. Yeah, that's all it really was. Yeah, it's it's such. A so shitty it's not you know yeah Some man poor shit it's uh it's not <laughs> cd project red kind of is ending their 2020 pretty bad and the rest of their beginning of 2021 ain't gonna be that great either so i don't know any final thoughts gentlemen on everything cyberpunk 2077 Oh, one thing that, like, imagine being the, the store that sold you Cyberpunk and going, hey, CD Projekt Red said I could get a refund. Can you give me a refund for this? And like, no, get the fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> yeah, fuck out yeah, of And Sony, like, so I'm pretty sure Sony was. I would be like, yes. uh, no. <laughs> Excuse me? Well, like, Sony, like, being like, no, what the fuck? Why, yeah. why, why, are, you, why are you offering refunds that we're not going to give out, huh? Yeah. And then they forced their hand and they did it. Yeah. But, I mean, at the same time, it's pretty cool. Sony's like, yeah, we're delisting it. Like, yeah. It's good on them, man. They started it. Then Xbox followed suit. Uh, but I don't think they delisted it. I think they just said they'll give refunds. 
Uh, and then, yeah, Best Buy was just like, yeah, we're, we're taking open copies. So because that just shows you they were just getting so much that they're just like, fuck it. Like, we have to. We have to do this, you know? I mean, one, one of the reasons a couple of years ago when, when uh, PUBG was coming out, like, on the Xbox, like, Sony didn't have it because they were like, it's not a, it's not a finished game. We're not going to put that on our yeah. on our, uh, on our store. Fucking just to have you, like, have an uncl- inc- incomplete game in, in our store. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not having that. And then this comes out. They didn't know that this was going to happen, but they're like, what the fuck are you doing, bitch? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, man. It's... Interesting stuff. But yeah. Well, that's going to be it for this week. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast. It's thirdpartycontrollerpodcast with a 3RD. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Lira with... Bells a ringling, dingling, beto as far as I don't know. And I didn't want to take Joe's. <laughs> hey, Joe. Joe Ramirez. No, it's Jolly Joe Ramirez. Nah, dude, what the fuck? Fucking ruined it. Fuck you. And we wish you guys a Merry Christmas, Happy Jolly Holidays, Christmas. Jolly Christmas, Jolly Hanukkah, Jolly Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. Or if you don't celebrate, just have a good week and enjoy everything. Take it easy. <laughs> Later. Later. Later, later. Did I interrupt it? Sorry. No, 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 that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> it's just that I, I had it and I was trying to get it before you made noise and then you got it right at the end. I'm like, fuck. Get out of there. Get out. Get the fuck out. Get, out. get the dude, fuck out. Dude, don't tell out. Jessica that. Dude, she's at her house. Get out of there. <laughs> he hits oh, her. my he fucking hits dog's her. under your <laughs> Why are you hit Jess for, dude? Why'd you hit her, Joe? You got it on camera. Get out. Get out. Go on. Oh. Man, Jessica made a loud noise. Why'd you do that to her, Joe? We will report no, you to the authorities. Under the damn bed, and she's eating the fucking lining of the bed. Because so you don't give her actual food. Jessica needs to eat human food, Joe. I hate that she does that.